here we go. Sarah here. Welcome back to another episode of You Are Fucking Welcome. Today, we have Angie Jordan here with us. And Angie is, in a nutshell, just a podcast queen. Um, I have worked with Angie as my client, and I have worked with Angie as her client. And since I have known her from the very beginning, she has simply loved podcasting, like has gone all in on podcasting being this incredible platform for entrepreneurs, especially those of us that are selling offers all the time. And so I wanted to have her on to talk about a bunch of different things. I want to talk about just the unapologetic way she has, again, gone all in on one thing when we see so many people just being multi-passionate and jumping all over the place. But uh, just want to get some tips and advice and guidance for all of you listening on how to really crush it with your podcast. Because again, she is the pro, the queen here. And so, yay, I'm happy to have you. I'm so happy to be here. Talk to me about why podcasting. Like, how did this start? What made you kind of like go in that direction as you got started. Yeah. So for me, um, the, the truth of it is I used to be a life coach. And when I was, um, at some point in my life coaching journey, like in the very beginning, actually, uh, because this is part of the, you know, the story of it at the very beginning, I got this just like download that was just like, start, you need to start a podcast. And I was like, that's weird. Like I never, I've never like wanted to start one. I've never like thought about it in that way. I wasn't like an avid, like podcast listener. And, um, so anyway, so I just acted on it and I started a podcast and I committed to podcasting every single day. You think I'm crazy. (laughs) I put an episode episode out every single day. Like, and I mean, this is when I was still working a job. So it was like on my lunch break, I was in my car. Like I was like committed to releasing an episode every day. And through that, what started happening was people started like popping into my DMs like crazy. And it was like, oh my God, I listened to your podcast and it helped me make XYZ decision. Oh my God, like this, this like help me through this thing in my life. Like, and so what I started to see was the impact that it was having on people. And I was like, you know what? Like, I am so, I'm surrounded by all these like really amazing people in my world. And like, what if like they all need podcasts because they all need to make the impact that like I'm making as well. Right. And so that's how it, that's how the idea came into my head. And of course, like most people, like pivoting from being a life coach to now doing podcasting was like a big jump. So it took me, I want to say it took me like six months to a year to like actually be like, this is what, like, I'm going to go in and do this. And so the, I think the thing that really made me go in and do this is that it, it was almost like, I think this is a really smart business choice, yeah. <laughs> honestly. So it was first like this, okay, like I know that I can help people create more of an impact through podcasting because I started to see how impactful it is. And then it was like, wait, I think this is like also really good business. (laughs) So that's kind of how the start of it happened. When you were, okay, committing to like doing that podcast every day, what was it about podcasting versus social media? For me, it wasn't an either or because I still did both. Um, And I love social media and I show up on social media. Um, I show up on social media like 
like just fine. Like I'm, I'm gonna, like, I, I'm not afraid to show my face. I'm not like, it's not that it, it's the ability to go deeper. And that's one of the biggest things for my clients too, is because I have the most brilliant clients, like brilliant. And, and a lot of them feel like social media, like, ha- like they have to like cheapen their message or like dumb it down and like do this stuff for the algorithm, because these are the things they have to do. But when they get on the podcast, they can be like, it's like, they can really share their brilliance and what they really, really know. And like, you have people's attention. And so it's just, it's, it's so weird because for something that you don't get immediate feedback on, meaning nobody's liking your post, like nobody's commenting right away. Like on social media, we get those like dopamine hits and that's why we're so like addicted to it. Right. And we like want everything right now, but it is the most intimate thing. Like it's so intimate. Like people, like, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, somebody dropped into my uh, DMS and they were like, I'm just going to talk to you like I know you because I feel like I know you because I listened to your whole podcast. And I was like, that's it. Like, that is the point. Like, that is it. And so, yeah, that that is, um, I, I love that part about podcasting and probably like while why I'll never shut up about it. <laughs> I love all of that so much. And I have like many things to say about that. But the first thing I think is, just recognizing, cause like, okay. So the way that you just said that, like, okay, I was showing up on my podcast, but it's not like I wasn't showing up on social media. It's the, sim- the same way that I've talked so long about like my Facebook group. It's like, I've made my money from my Facebook group, but it didn't mean I didn't have an email list, but it was like, this is my soulmate platform. This is the yes. thing that I actually feel like I enjoy doing. And I'm, I'm saying that because I think so many people, they again, want to be more places or they want to do more things, but like you having that one platform, whatever it is, that actual connection where you feel like, oh, I'm showing up and I'm making, I'm making a difference here. Mm-hmm. I feel the energy. That's what's always going to work for you. And the second thing about that is like, as you say, it is just this reminder for everyone, the way in which there is no podcast algorithm, like the opportunity now to make that, to be in your people's ears, you know, on a weekly basis and not have to compete with all the other posts. Or like you said, adjust, you know, I hate that on Instagram. I feel like I'm like, I have to adjust my messaging to make sure that the graphic is pretty. And I'm like, you know me, like, I just want to fucking talk. And so I hate that. I hate that. And so again, like podcasting for so many people, and I'm sure you can speak to this, that a lot of people probably think that podcasting is a down the road kind of thing. Actually, like Angie proves right here that like you can get started quickly and easily And also it's something that is going to be so much more, you know, beneficial and, and reach worthy, right? Like reachable in terms of the effort that you're putting in. Yeah. And, and the, the really big thing. And, and so just to clarify, like what I do for some, for, for people listening that don't know, but like my big thing is I'm, I help people who have businesses, right. Be able to like use their podcast in order to sell their offers and get their message out. So it's not just about impact, it's about being impactful while you're growing your business, getting more leads. And so the thing that is, I think the most potent about podcasts, and this is the thing I love doing with my clients is like, when someone comes to your podcast, it's not 
by accident. They're not scrolling the algorithm. Like they're not going to click on my podcast, podcast that pays if they're not interested in podcasting. (laughs) So I'm not just like catching these random people in this algorithm who may or may not be interested. The people who are coming to listen are already they're already warm leads because they already know that they want the thing that I have, right? So they already know they want this thing and here I am with this solution. And so that's why I always say, I'm like, this is such a great opportunity and and for conversions and to convert people in general, because like these people are already and they already know they want this thing. So you're not, you're not competing with the algorithm. You're not getting random people that you have to entertain and make sure that you do this many seconds on your TikTok and like make sure you put your, you know, the colors so you can grab people's attention. Like you're not doing that. Like it's like almost like the purest form of your craft where you just get to be you and say your like expertise and like have these conversations that you actually want to have and love to have. And sure, there is like strategy to it. There are things that you can do and there are things you have to do to be able to, to grow. But that's why I love it. It's so intentional when someone comes to your podcast, like they are coming to intentionally listen to you. And it's the most consumed platform. The consumption rate is like 86%, meaning everybody who lands on your podcast episode, like listens to 86% of the episode, (laughs) like imagine like Facebook lives or even like your posts or like things, other ways you're trying to get people's attention. Like they just are not consuming it. That's why you have to create so much freaking content because you have to, you have to keep, you have to keep going. It's like a machine. You have to keep feeding. Whereas your podcast, like somebody can listen to this episode if two years from now, right value out of it and like it's just I I love it I love it so it sounds like such an obvious point but I think you know like the way that like the circles that we're in right like it's so like Facebook heavy or so Instagram heavy and it's so many people including myself for a really long time where like you know they're doing hour-long whatever live videos and then they're doing them again and again and again because it like only has so much of a like a lifespan and so like how I don't know how do you find people are able to use podcasting this evergreen type of content like how is it how is it most effective then to strategize to market these episodes that fuels this like ongoing lead generation system yeah, I mean, there's so many different ways and it, it it just depends on if someone like obviously and like just to backtrack a, a little bit, the reason why people don't want to do this or, or or it takes them so long to do it is because of something that like and we see this, we are like this. We've just been so conditioned to this like instant gratification, right? So we know and you know because of what you teach and like how you teach in your group and like if you once you build your audience which is a lovely place to be in. Thank you, Sarah Dan, by the way, (laughs) where like, if I would like to sell, if I would like to sell anything to any, to anyone, I could just go into my group and I could create one post and I make sales, but it took time to like get to that point to build that audience. But, but social media is the low, like it's the low hanging fruit. So it's like the thing that people turn to because you can get like maybe that quick result. You can, right? Especially after you build your audience. So it's just like 
all the things we put off in our business. So it's like all those things we put off, like doing SEO for our website or like, okay, we need to do these things, like these solid foundational marketing principles that we don't do anymore. We've done it all backwards. Everything is so backwards. So because social media came along and it was like, oh wait, this is like an easy way to get people fast. And And it can be right. But we forgot about like the basics of what marketing is and how to do marketing. I mean, I say it all the time. I'm like, these people out here on the internet streets are not teaching like business. They're teaching social selling. <laughs> totally. Like, social selling. And so I'm like, but because there's whole, there's a lot more to it. So back to the point of like how you market it. Like some of my clients do not want to use social media at all. And so then what we do there is like, we focus on, you know, list building things. We focus on search engine optimization. We focus on become like being podcast guests to actually drive traffic to your podcast, which is a really, really good uh, strategy, by the way. Um, so we, and we focus on collaborations, like things like that, that you do that might be more slow going, right? But that will make an impact. And then also like, I think something that is not done very well is really incorporating your podcast in into your into your funnel like into your everything that you're doing right so like for instance i'll give you an example if you do have a lead magnet and it has nothing to do with your podcast um what i have my clients do and what i love to do is like why not in once you have your lead magnet you have someone in like your welcome sequence should be sending people to podcast episodes <laughs> like it should be, hey, this is who I am. And you know what? There's no better. Again, let's go back to the intimacy part of it. Like, let me give them this podcast episode that like where it gives them a better feel of like who I am, what I'm about, whatever. And I'm driving traffic to my podcast and getting another podcast listener, right? So I'm reusing that same episode over and over again in other places in my marketing, right? So it's just about like being really strategic. Another thing is just like, looking at your podcast episodes as a whole. And I always say this to people, I'm like, give people something to like, tell people what to do, tell the people they don't know. So when you arrive at a podcast and there's 857 episodes and you're just like, "Mm," and so you just like scroll in until you see something that like maybe stands out to you. Right. So I'm like, don't do that. And don't, you know, in your Instagram bio, don't say, just listen to my podcast. Say, if you want to learn, you know, learn how to start your podcast in 30 days. And then I direct them to a page that says that here's five podcast episodes that all go together, like in a group that will teach you this thing. So now you come here, you learn this, you feel like you've gotten value. I've directed you in where you need to go and what you need to do. And so now you've gotten even more out of it. And now I've kept you on my podcast longer also because I'm telling you what goes together and how that all, how it works together. So just like little things like that, that like being smart with the content that you already have, repurposing the content that you already have. Every podcast episode can be 20 social media posts, literally 20 different ways that you can talk about it. So that's like something I really work on with my clients. It's just like, stop stop doing all the extra shit. Like, let's just do the podcast. And then like, here's exactly how you can break it down. So it's actually, which this is, I say this in my marketing all the time. It's like, it's actually not supposed to take away time from what you're doing. It's actually supposed to help you streamline what you're doing. So you can actually save time 
in the end, right? So that's like the goal of it. And if you're not doing it that way, then like you're not doing it right or you're not doing it as efficiently as you could be doing it, right? So so much is coming up for me as you're saying all of this. And I think that so much of it comes back to the, you're right, the instant gratification piece, which for the record, I think is helpful at some point in your business where like you feel your people, you know, connecting with you, so on and so forth. But then I think so many of us, like a lot of the women that I work with were such achievers and we're like, we want to get the validation that like somebody liked what we said immediately. And that's whatever. But then that keeps us in a cycle of, like you're saying, not doing things efficiently because there are these episodes that, again, could be living like long term, could be, like you said, five episodes that teach you about this. There's so much that could be working on the back end for you. And like, I, I just I know from my experience, the people that I work with, like it's it's not that commonly done. Like it's it, it's I feel like it's like this whole different animal that a lot of coaches and people are not embracing. And I find uh, I work with, you know, multiple six figure entrepreneurs and they're not doing the things that get them the biggest bang for their buck because they're on this hamster wheel of doing and doing and doing, which again, like podcasting, really, I hope like Angie is highlighting for you the ways in which that it gets to make your life a lot easier. That's exactly right. But you just, you get so sucked up and enticed and I'm, I'm not me too. <laughs> like right. me too. Like all of us. Right. It's just like, it's just because we're so used to that, like instant hit. And it's interesting because since like the Instagram algorithm has started shifting and it's, it's actually getting harder, you know, on social media, like a year ago, it was not this hard a year no. ago, a year ago. And like, thank God that like, I already have built a decent size audience where it, it doesn't affect me as much, but like for new people, it's almost like, <laughs> like it's hard. And so it's like, now I'm starting to see, which I, I actually really love is, and it's a great opportunity for me for what I do, which is like this shift to like, Hey, guess what? There's a lot more to marketing than social media. Like, <laughs> like let's shift back. Let's shift, like get some foundational marketing things where you can things that'll set you up like foundations. So it's like, we forgot all about that in general, because we just were like going so fast with social media, uh, which is good. I love social media. I think like, my God, like none of us would like be here today, even talking, we wouldn't even know each other if it wasn't for social media or like have built the businesses that we've built so far without social media. And so I love it. It's just that like, now it's kind of like, I'm seeing this shift and I'm happy. I'm happy to see the shift in some ways. Um, you know, because it's like, let's go back to like, like real, let's just like calm down. Let's like calm, take a calm, take a, take a chill pill of all this, like frantic, like having to keep up and creating all this. And let's like really be more efficient. Let, let's do the thing. I, I, I always talk about this. I always talk about this freaking book, but it, it's called procrastinate on purpose by Rory Vaden. That's so funny. I'm working with them. Are you? I love to tell this story because I bought the book from a podcast. Number one, while I was listening to a podcast, I was like, Oh, I need this. I need this book. Um, and the book, the name of the book was procrastinate on purpose. And I was like, when I saw it, or when I heard the title, I'm like, shit, I'm a procrastinator. So I, I like, this is speaking to me. Like this is permission to procrastinate. Like sign me up. And so what it was about was how like 
rich and successful people view their time. And what it was talking about was they do the things now that save them time later versus always running around doing that quote unquote urgent thing. And so for me, it's like the urgent thing is social media. Like you're all around like frantic, like I have to show up. I got to show up. I got to show up. And you're not putting any of those like things in place that are going to be able to free you up later. And so you're just on this constant, you can never get off. You can never get off. And of course you can take a break. Your whole business isn't going to fall apart, but you can never get off of that hamster wheel until you start to put these other things in place in your business. And so I I always talk about reference that book because it's so true. It's like you start to, you just need to slow down and think about like, what is it that you truly want long-term? Like, what is it that you truly want? And again, that also, how is it that you really like showing up? Because a lot of people think that, you know, you can't do a podcast because until you have a humongous audience or like you shouldn't do that until whatever point, till you get to a certain point in your business. And it's just not true. It's like, you can begin to build those like foundational pieces and you should from the beginning, right? And we don't because it's a slower growth. (laughs) We don't because it can be slower and that's why. But then when you're in the hamster wheel, you just feel like you don't have time to do anything else. And so that's the, that's the thing that I'm constantly like trying to, to, to weave through in my marketing and get people to sort of see, like, you really, you don't have time because you haven't created shit like this, (laughs) but like, if you take the time to create shit like this, then you'll have more time. So it's kind of like a catch 22 thing. It's, I think it's interesting too, that what I feel, and I'm, I'm curious if you agree with this. I feel like I I appreciate that you said, you know, a year ago, even it was easier. And I don't ever want to talk about this from like this fear-based place while at the same time, we are all kidding ourselves to act as though the reach and like, you know, even how people like, we'll talk about like, there's no scarcity or whatever. And I've said that too. While at the same time, I feel like if we're looking at business coaches, it's like they're, you know, reproducing like crazy, like every single one, a new coach pops up and then five more do. And so the idea that like, it's not a little bit harder than it once was, is it's just silly for us to like hit ourselves. Like that doesn't mean there's not a lot of success that can be created, but I'd say that because I think then the reason that there are so many and there the reason like online business, I don't know, just like lends itself to it's this, you know, there's a lower threshold to get in, right? Like there's a lower barrier to entry because people knew how to post on social media, so on and so forth. And again, I'm saying all of that because yes, that's great. That's fine. If your business has just operated like mine did for a long time, just selling in a Facebook group for the most part, but I also have never been afraid of technology and I've never been afraid of understanding that I need systems that are working for me when I'm not working. And my question to you, which again, I'm I'm assuming that you agree with, but it's like so many people are afraid of, again, the tech or just to do something new. And that's something that is, that's the thing, keeping them doing the thing that they don't want to do anymore. Yeah. A hundred percent. I agree. Yeah. I, I think that people, I don't know. I mean, there's so many different reasons, like like, legitimately, especially when it comes to podcasting, like I, there, when I first started, it's almost been three years, by the way, it's insane. (laughs) You believe since I've been just been doing like solely podcasting, um, like this, this, I don't know, probably three years now, I was going to say this winter, but like, it's like November. Um, 
but I'll have, I have people who've signed up for my first offers that still haven't started their podcast. Yeah. I, I believe it. I believe it. And it is, there's just a lot of resistance around like the learning, the new thing or, and it, I think it, 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 again, it ties back to the like sure bet and the thing that they're getting the like result from and the thing that they're getting the like instant feedback from. And so it's like, I get it. And like, it, like I said, like you can build like that. It's all about what you truly want. And I am not a fear mongering part. Like I do not want to be like you, there's no way you can grow if you don't, you know, do this other way of marketing, because that is far from the truth, far from the truth, but it's all about, and we've seen this happen. It's all about what you want, but we've seen it happen where you go in and go in and people just burn out people burn out from social media. Like it's easy to do. I mean, I feel like this year was that for me. I just had a lot of things going on in my life that were like hard and heavy and big and changing. And like, it felt hard or it felt like it was the last thing I wanted to do was create content for social media or do reels or like, it just felt like, oh, and you know what? what carried me through that was a lot of my audio content because I use both private and public podcast and that just like, and I sell from that. Like I had clients all the time, even though I don't produce an episode every week, I sell from my content all the time. And so I'm so appreciative that I like put a lot of that stuff in place because it's really what carried me through this like period of like, not being able to create as much content as I would have liked or as I have in the past. That was actually going to be one of my next questions. I'm curious about just the pros, the benefits, and the why behind a private podcast. Like what, I don't know, the compartmentalization of how you handle each of those. I'm just curious about that. Yeah. So for for one, the private podcast is like, I'm finding now it's um, a lot of people are wanting to do it because it's almost like the toe dipper way. Like I I don't have to commit to like a full podcast where I'm going to do it every week, but like I can do this private podcast. Right. And so the way that I use private podcast is number one as lead magnets. So like I have a lead magnet where it's like, learn this thing. And instead of a masterclass or webinar, you listen to the private podcast um, so I use it that way. Or, and I also use it as like, oh, I'm sorry. So it's, so it's free. Yes. Okay. I always assumed when I heard private, I heard, I always assumed paid. You can, you can, I do them free. And so I, I mean, you, there's so many ways to do private, I do a workshop on this, like this coming weekend on like, just, there's so many ways you can use it inside. You can use it inside of your business with your current clients. Like I use it inside of my business with my team. And so that's how I like have a weekly update every week of like, here's what's going on. And it's through a private podcast. Like I, I do it, you know, from my course, you can listen to it. So it's helpful for accessibility and you can consume it easier. Um, I have a private podcast for people. <laughs> it's called in case you still need convincing. And it's literally to handle objections and like show testimonials and show behind the scenes of what it looks like to work with me. Um, I have like, so mine are all free, but I have had clients who do paid ones as well. So I like to use mine for like lead generation and for like client 
like care, you know, like to make sure that they are, that they get what they need inside of, you know, my container. But um, I like to use mine for lead generation. And um, so mine are free. I love that. Okay. I interrupted mm-hmm. you. I'm sorry. Cause I got excited about that. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, that was like a whole new light bulb. I'm like, oh, I didn't, I didn't even like think about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I like, I just, I just did one last month where it's like almost the same way you would do a webinar. So ran ads, had people sign up to come to the private podcast event. I do it. Like I open it for like a week, then it goes away. So it's like encouraging them to like, listen within this time period. And sometimes I do like a live component. This time I did, I did like come to the workshop, but like listen, because you need these pieces. So then you can come to the workshop. So it's almost like, it's almost like a, it's a funnel, you know, it's like, here's these people who are listening. Okay. But then the people who listen and then come to the workshop, those are really, really, really warm people. Right. And so then what do you do with those people? So those might be the people who get the private podcast about, you know, the one that's handling objections. Cause you can do all, you can do so many things. I use hello audio, by the way, from private podcast, which I love. And um, you can do all kinds of stuff in there. You can see exactly who's listening to your episodes. You can really dig into like some good, like marketing data when you're using it in that way. I'm getting very excited about this. That's awesome. Thank you. Sarah, Sarah Dan, private podcast coming up soon. Because <laughs> that's what I need. I need to create more content each week. Jack. <laughs> it's just, and, and you know, I only, I do them where it's like five episodes, private podcast and like, that's it. So like yeah. I release them all at once. You go and listen to that. And like, I reuse it over and over, literally just like a masterclass, go listen to this and like, and and if you are listening to this and you are thinking about turning your webinar into a, a private podcast, do not do that. I will literally do not do that. Okay. okay. It's totally, totally different, totally different ways that you have to talk to people on video in a masterclass and in audio. Can you imagine if we got onto like, a, you're listening to a podcast and it's like, well, here's why, here's who I am and why I do this. This is my and dog. In this, training, <laughs> in this training, this is what you're going to leave here with. No, like, you know how, you know how the webinars are. Oh, it's yeah. like, oh yeah. You are looking for this, 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 and this. Like, I'm just like, can you imagine I listen to a podcast like that? You would just be like, no, hell no. this is like, hell no. So you do have to do it a little bit differently than you would do a webinar. So <laughs> Which is such a good point to remind everyone of that, like, again, it's, again, I see, you know, I, I know that I always rant on this, but I think, again, a lot of people want to be on all the platforms and they're not understanding that, like, the adjustment in tone or the, inju- the adjustment of delivery. And so, again, you just being able to talk, which I know is what a lot of people want, podcasting is something that, like, it's never too soon to move into for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people come and they're like, I want to do my podcast and repurpose it into video. And I'm like, just like, stop, like you can, and you could do clips, but like, I I don't know. I don't, I always ask people, I'm like, when's the last time you watched a full podcast episode on YouTube? No, watching anything on YouTube. It's so annoying. I'm like, unless it's like, you're looking for a specific, like how to do something. And then you watch, like you scroll to where it tells you how to do the thing. Like you're going to seriously, like I, and what they're, they're thinking is like Joe Rogan, you know, where they are just sitting around and people are like watching them sit around and like chit chat. I'm like, people don't do that. So if you're going to do your podcast and a YouTube, you need to change like same content, but you, you're going to have to 
break it up or make it more compelling or do something a little bit different and not, you know, than you're doing on the podcast. It's not just like throw it over here on this platform. I think, I mean, if we're being honest, I think, especially, I don't know, I, I hate that. I hate that I was about to say, especially women, but I think like a lot of us, and I don't know, it's, it's fun. It's exciting to think about having the set and having like all that kind of stuff that yeah. if it looks good, but it's not, for, if we're talking about actual like metrics and it working, it's not really how it's going to help you, especially now right. with like TikTok and sh- like sh- YouTube shorts, like everyone's attention span is just shit. And like, Gone. we have to acknowledge that and like play to it. Yeah. It's gone. Like who's watch, sitting there watching videos unless they're like really, 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 really good. Right. And so, you know, that's why also you can listen to a podcast. Like my favorite thing to do is go on a walk and listen to podcasts, but I'm not yeah. going on a walk, holding my phone, watching a video. I like have my phone in my pocket. It's dangerous. <laughs> Nothing else. Like, no, just listen. People just listen. Yeah, that way you can just listen, carry along. You're listening in your car. You're listening. Like I listen to podcasts when I'm driving, like when I'm like doing long distance. It's my favorite thing to do. Like when I'm driving back home, I'm like listening to. But I listen to true crime. Um, so it's like that's what I listen to when I'm driving. But I'm not like, and so that's why it's so different when you're thinking about a webinar and like a podcast. Also, it's because you have to consider the platform. Like you have to consider how people are consuming this. I'm driving, I'm walking, I'm riding the bike. I'm like, you're like, I'm cooking. Like you're doing other things. It's not like I'm sitting here about to like learn how to do something. Like, like it's not like a, the platform like that where I'm sitting here with my notebook and like workshopping and learning and doing all of this because people have the tendency to want to like over teach. And I'm yeah. like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like they're not, even if you want to, it's not about gatekeeping, but it's just about the platform. It's just about like how people are consuming or using the platform. Like they're not sitting here like taking notes like this. It's like you want to inspire people. It's like motivating, inspiring people to action like shifting people's beliefs about something. And that's like what a podcast does essentially. It's not teaching a class. Totally. So then if there's somebody listening right now, which I'm sure there are many, and they've been just like on the fence about starting, what do you, I mean, you know, I know we covered a lot, but like, what is, what is the thing that you want to tell them to just get off the fence and get moving with it? I think that, you know, I, and I used to be honestly, like, a just, just go, just start, (laughs) just do it right. Kind of person. But now I feel like, because I see so many people who just start and start in the wrong way. And, and I think what I mean in the wrong way is like, so many people are keeping it or they start with this, this idea Oh my God, when I, when I, it's so funny when someone tells me they're like, oh, I want to launch this podcast because I want to talk about like, you know, they're maybe they're like a tax coach. And so they all they talk about is taxes all the time, but then they want to start the podcast so they can talk about like all the um, how there's a lack of integrity in the coaching business. <laughs> I'm like, no, what? Why? Why? <laughs> no, God. Jesus. I'm like, why? Why? So some people, it's like, they start this and it's this separate entity. Like, it's like, okay, yeah, I get to now, like to say all the things that I want to say and whatever. And that's fine. If that is just understanding what like the expectation, like understanding what you're doing, meaning this ain't going to get you business to your tax. This ain't going to get you new tax clients. Okay. 
this is not going to get you that. Like if you want to just do this and this is like your outlet and maybe it can grow into something because oftentimes podcast does just no matter, you know, regardless, it can grow into something that's cool. But if your goal is to sell your offers from your, like, and help grow your business and nurture your audience, there, there is like, you do need to like, have some consideration on how this is going to work with your overall marketing. Yeah. And so that would be my thing. It's like, really sit down and think, how do I want this to work? And that's with any platform, right? So that could be with, if you're doing TikTok, it's like, what is my goal being on TikTok? So like, where am I driving people? What is my goal? So TikTok has, has the, it's like the platform that has the amazing reach right now. So maybe that's the place where you do all your reach and then you're funneling them through to a place where you do more nurturing. And so maybe like just in your mind, knowing what that looks like for you and how you're going to incorporate it into your overall strategy, because the biggest mistake people make is keeping it as a separate thing because then they get burnt out because they don't see the results fast enough. And so then they feel like this is just like big, heavy thing that they're having to keep up or they're not getting sales from it. But that's because they didn't enter into it in a strategic way or really understand or know like what to expect, right? So they're just like, okay, I started. And you see it all the time. Like people are all excited, they start. And then six months down the road, they're like, oh, I'm going to come back. And I'm like, oh, we didn't even know you left. <laughs> like, right. right. <laughs> but you know, that's what happens. It's like you get burnt out or you get like, okay, is this real? We're always having to decide where to put our time as business owners. And totally. so that's the thing. It's like, if you're going to do it, and I, I I, would say this about any platform, to be honest, at this point, you, you know, in my business, just like knowing what I know, that kind of thing. It's like, you, you really need to, to at least go into it knowing what your expectations are, what you're trying to do with it, like where you're trying to take it, how this fits into the overall thing that you're doing. And like, if you can hire someone who knows what they're doing on that platform to guide you through that, you know, because it, it, at some point it's like, it's so funny. I always tell people to do my marketing. I'm like, you're worried about wasting time or you don't have time, but like, you're literally wasting time trying to figure it out on your own. So much time. So So much much time. time. So much time. And so much time. I think what you said there was really profound and it's like, it feels like an obvious thing to say, but I also know it's not that like, I just want for so many more people to, you know, including myself, it's not a criticism. I, you know, I do this from time to time, but like, if you're going to start something, finish it. Right. Like, don't be like, okay, I'm going to start the podcast. I'm going to do three episodes. And then I'm going to, you know, feel like I didn't get my, you know, I said that to you. I remember just, I, I think I used the expression with you once. I was like, you're Veruca Salting. Like, I want it now. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, you don't get to like want, you know, instant gratification in that way. So, like, don't waste time gearing yourself up for something that you're only going to half ass. Like, figure out how it's going to play out or how you desire for it to play out. And don't stop doing it until it plays out that way. Right. A hundred percent. And that's with everything. But that's, I think that's the most common thing with this is like people go into it having, they have, they have absolutely no clue. And why should they? Like, they just don't, like, you just don't know what you don't know. And like, I can't knock people for that. Like, shit, I didn't know when I started, I had no idea, right. What I was getting into. And so that's how often, you know, we start things and just depending on where you're at in your business, if you can invest, if you can like get someone to help you, like you should. And that's, for everything, because that's going to save you like energy, time, like you at least will have a better idea 
of, I mean, talk to someone who like uses podcasting to help like to grow their business or who sells from their podcast or who does it like to get an, a, a realistic idea of like what's required, what's it going to take? Like what, because if you don't know the commitment, I think that's just what it is. is people just like misgauge like the commitment versus like what return they're going to get and how fast and like how much they're willing to put in and how much like, and how this really fits overall. It's just like, doing this. And, and I, again, I think that's with a lot of platforms, you know, even if you're really good on TikTok, what happens next? Like, what if you don't, if you don't have a strategy, if you don't know what you're doing with people, like we all know followers do not equal, like does not equal dollars, right? Same thing, same thing for podcast downloads does not equal dollars. Absolutely. Because you can, you can show up on your podcast and talk all the time and people cannot buy from you if you don't understand how to, if your main objective is to sell to them and you don't understand how to do that on that platform, then you can have a lot of like really inspired listeners (laughs) and a lot of downloads without the result that you want, you know? Right. I think it's just like understanding your the expectation and understanding like what it is that you really want to do. Like I know when you started yours, you're like, I, this is exactly how I know I want to use my podcast. Like you were very clear on it, what you wanted from it. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I don't know. I'm just thinking about so often with all of this, it's like, we, I don't know, again, we, we all make things dramatic, right? We all have our moments, but it's just like, decide what you want and figure out how to get there. And uh, if it's podcasting for you, Angie is a person who has tools and programs and services and offers that can help get you there a lot. And faster. free and free private podcasts. Free and they're free. <laughs> Newsflash to everyone. This, these private podcasts are free. Who knew? I feel like an old lady. I had no idea. I had no freaking idea. All right. Well, tell them everybody uh, how to connect with you, how to find these things and yeah. learn more. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you can go listen to my podcast, which is called Podcast That Pays. Um, and you can find me there or on Instagram at Angie M. Jordan. That's the two ways I like people to find me because they're the easiest ways to find me. Perfect. Yeah. Well, of course we'll link to all of that, but thank you. I really appreciate you being here and chatting all things podcasting and teaching me about this new, this new opportunity. Yay for that. Yay. I'm so, I just want to say thank you again. And I'm so honored and everyone that's listening, Sarah is amazing. And we didn't even talk about the backstory, but it was like my first business coach <laughs> Way that, back helped when. Me, that helped me whenever I started doing literally like very at the beginning of this journey. Right. So. I, I mean, it's so funny. I, I think I said this to you not long ago, but I'm like, oh my God, remember you used to have a job? Like, I know. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know that's so trippy to me now because it's been over two years since I have been full-time in in my business. But yeah, I used to have a job. I used to like get on calls whenever we were in, like in between, like on my breaks and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, it's, I've come a long way. So you've come I such a this. long way. I and know it's like such a full circle moment. It's I'm so proud, like of watching you come, come all that way. And, you know, just a testament to you and like, 
your, your passion and your willingness to go all in. But I think just again, in looking at the way in which you, you know, your message has not changed. You've been passionate about this thing. You've done it well, which as a side note, uh, Gretchen produces the podcast now because it just makes sense in terms of our team. But I hired Angie's team, uh, I guess what, like a year and a half ago. Um, Mm -hmm. But probably my agency that I work with now on other stuff, they're, they're wonderful. But other than meaning, I didn't, cause I was about to say you guys were the best team, but truly the best team, like never let me oh, down, like you. always delivered like such quality work and, you know, Yay. timely. And I just loved working with them so much. So if you're somebody who needs production in all the ways, like you could not have a better uh, option than Angie and her team truly. I love that. It's been, thank you for saying that. It's been such a process for anyone who's a service provider. They know. Yeah, I bet. I can imagine. It's a process. So yeah, we've gotten like, we're pretty like smooth sampling on that process now. So it feels really good to be there. You're very well oiled. I'm very well oiled over there. And so I definitely advocate for uh, you guys all the time. Okay. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Sarah. Okay. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, I would really, really, really appreciate it if you took the time to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps the show a ton, and I would be super grateful. 